Thereupon, arising from his seat with his right shoulder bared, Bodhisattva Aksayamati, the inexhaustible mind Bodhisattva, faced the Buddha with his palms pressed together and spoke thus to him, O Buddha, for what reason is Bodhisattva Avalokitesvara, or hearer of the sounds of the world, called Avalokitesvara? Namo myoho renge kyo, namo myoho renge kyo, namo myoho renge kyo. Hi, friends. Thanks for being here. Thanks for your practice. I hope this finds you in good health and secure. We are starting chapter 25, the gateway to every direction manifested by Bodhisattva Avalokitesvara, or hearer of the sounds of the world, or the world's sounds. And the chapter starts with a question from Bodhisattva, uh, what is it, Limitless Mind? What's another description of him? Inexhaustible mind? All right. So the Buddha answered, Bodhisattva Aksayamati, saying, O son of a virtuous family, if innumerable hundreds of thousands of myriads of kotas of sentient beings who express suffering or experience suffering, right? Everything in Buddhism is about experience, which occurs where? In the mind. So, if innumerable hundreds of thousands sentient beings who experience suffering hear a Bodhisattva Avalokitesvara and wholeheartedly chant his name, Bodhisattva Avalokitesvara will immediately perceive their voices and free them from their suffering. Now, does that mean we should all change our practice, stop chanting, and just start chanting the name Avalokitesvara? Of course not. This, again, is storytelling in Buddhism. What we are doing is becoming aware of the causal chains that we are experiencing as suffering. Experience of suffering indicates to us that our karma is manifesting without nurturing influence, that it's calling into our being, moment to moment to moment, influences from lower realms, realms that represent attachment, clinging, craving, this is where all suffering comes from, right? This is the Four Noble Truths again. And by recalling this story about to be told, the Bodhisattva Avalokitesvara, or the hearer of the world's sounds, like chanting, we are using the mandala as a reflector. We're using a samsaric clear mirror to reflect into our mind to open our Buddha eye. And so when we chant and open our Gohonzon mind so that we can open the eye of Buddha-ness, all that suffering, whatever it is, evaporates because we now see clearly. Right? 
like the light of enlightenment, like the light in the attic. Everything is seen clearly. All obstacles and misunderstandings in the dark are removed. Let's go on. Even if those who hold to the name of Bodhisattva Avalokitesvara were to enter a great fire because of, his, of this Bodhisattva's transcendent power, the fire would not be able to burn them. In other words, when you're committed to your Buddha, Buddha-ness, even if your samsaric life is in all kinds of turmoil, you can escape it. You are liberated from it. That doesn't mean it evaporates in samsara, in the physical world. It means that in your mind, you no longer are experiencing the stress, anxiety, pain, suffering of that situation because you've shifted to your Buddha mind, your Buddha eye, to experience with clarity what's actually happening. It's no longer threatening because you, know, you now know and understand and see past. Hmm? Not the past, past into the future, yes? If they were adrift on the great waters, by chanting his name, they would reach the shallows. There are hundreds of thousands of myriads of codas of sentient beings who enter the great ocean to seek such treasures as gold, silver, lapis lazuli, mother of pearl, agate, coral, amber, and pearl. Even if a cyclone were to blow the ship of one of these toward the land of Rakshasa, demons, they would all become free from the danger of those Rakshasa demons. If there were even a single person among them who chanted the name of Bodhisattva, hearer of the world's sounds. For this reason, he is called hearer of the world's sounds. Do you see how he's a personage? A personage as a function of the mind that has the transcendent, quote-unquote, power to alter our experience profoundly. If anyone who is about to be beaten chants the name of Bodhisattva Avalokitesvara, the sticks and swords will immediately be broken into pieces and he will be delivered. If the yakshas and rakshasas filling the great manifold cosmos come with the intent to afflict the, per the people, but hearing them chanting, those demons' evil eyes will be unable to see them. So how could they possibly hurt them? If anyone, whether guilty or innocent, is bound with fetters or chains, such bonds will be broken into pieces, and those who have been bound will become free by chanting the name of Bodhisattva Avalokitesvara. In other words, this is an attitude. Bodhisattva Avalokitesvara, Bodhisattva, hearer of the world's sounds, is a personage representing your deep commitment to be honestly perceive yourself, your karma, as it is in samsara. That's the meaning of this personage. So that when you chant as a bodhisattva to your mandala, 
awaken your Gohonzon mind, your Buddhaness will remove you, liberate you, free you from all of the many webs and tendrils that have you still complicit, attached, craving, clinging. Your samsaric bounds, chains, right? See all the symbolism? When a caravan leader travels on a dangerous road together with his fellow merchants, carrying precious treasures in a great manifold cosmos filled with evil robbers, if there is a single person who says, who thinks, O sons of virtuous family, do not fear. You should wholeheartedly chant the name of Bodhisattva Avelokitsitsvara. In other words, when you chant, have in mind the clarity of what's actually happening in the engine of life, moment to moment to moment. Be aware of your karmic freight train as you evaporate it, move out of it, influence it, change its course. This bodhisattva bestows fearlessness upon sentient beings. If you chant his name, you will be free from these evil robbers. These evil robbers are all those bad influences of the lower realms. Bad because they result in your attachments, cravings, and clingings in samsara. Right? What's the world of hunger? The realm of hunger. Insatiable clinging, craving. Is that not samsara? Right? But those realms, those worlds, they're not tracts of land. They're not locations in the cosmos. They're in your mind. Buddhism is constantly talking about this. Hmm? Now if those merchants chants loudly in unison, saying homage to Bodhisattva Avalokitesvara, which the way we invoke that is included, right? Every word of the Lotus Sutra, listen to Shakyamuni, listen to Nichiren, is Myo. Right? Ho. Every character of the title of this teaching represents every single word in it. Never forget that. So these stories are just describing different aspects of this committed, dedicated, with every pore of your body. Namo myoho rengekyo. One aspect, just one little aspect of chanting the engine of life, the law, the a priori law of all life in the cosmos, is this aspect he's calling Bodhisattva Avalokitesvara, the hearer of the world's sounds. Then by chanting his name, the caravan will immediately gain deliverance. O Aksayamati, Right, what's his name again? Aksya Yamati. The 
inexhaustible mind. What do you think the inexhaustible mind is? Is it not all sentient beings? Another personage. The transcendent or the transcendent power of Bodhisattva, Mahasattva, Avalokitesvara is as great and mighty as this. It's another aspect of chanting the Daimoku. If there are any sentient beings who are greatly subject to sensual desires, right, this kind of if they contemplate Bodhisattva Avalokitesvara with respect, self-respect, dignity, they will become free from these desires. If there are any sentient beings who often become angry, if they contemplate Bodhisattva Avalokitesvara with respect, they will become free from anger. Struggling with your emotions? Struggling in a relationship? Don't go to your mandala and chant about an improved relationship. That's samsara. Go to your mandala and chant to single-mindedly instantiate Buddha. Then all of this is taken care of. The examples over and over again. If you're in this trouble, don't chant about that trouble. Chant homage to Avalokitesvara, or chant homage to Myoho Rengekyo. It's all over this book. I don't understand how it can be misunderstood. I understand, but I don't like it. Because it's so clear, teachers of this practice should all know this. I don't know how they cannot. So now you know. Now you know how to talk about the Lotus Sutra, yes? It's the same lesson over and over and over. If there are sentient beings, any sentient beings, who are greatly confused. You ever been confused? I have. About a great many things. This teaching. If they contemplate Bodhisattva Avalokitesvara with respect, they will become free from their confusion. If you chant single-mindedly for your instantiation of Buddhahood, it's like snap two. Oh, inexhaustible mind. Thus, Bodhisattva Avalokitesvara greatly benefits sentient beings through his transcendent power. For this reason, sentient beings should always turn their thoughts to the hearer of the world's sounds. All are heard. All are part of the world. All are sounds. Once again, the Bodhisattva, not a singular being, a singular human, a singular sentient mind, however, that is part of a much vaster organism that is the engine of life. If any woman wanting to have a baby boy pays homage and makes offerings to Bodhisattva Avalokitesvara, 
She will bear a baby boy endowed with good merit and wisdom. If you focus your mind, ladies, with dignity, right, respect, for your future offspring, through chanting single-mindedly, the best possible result will come about. It's a guarantee. If she wants to have a baby girl, she will bear a beautiful and handsome baby girl who has planted roots of good merit and will have the love of sentient beings. Such are the transcendent powers of Bodhisattva, hearer of the world's sounds. That if any sentient being reverently respects him, chants with dignity, the merit they achieve will never be in vain. For this reason, sentient beings should hold to the name of Bodhisattva Avalokitesvara, O inexhaustible mind Bodhisattva, what do you think of someone who holds to the names of the Bodhisattvas equal in number to the sands of 62 Kodis of Ganges rivers and pays homage to them with drink, food, clothing, bedding, medicine, medicine? Is the merit of this son or daughter of a virtuous family great or not? Now, see, immediately, don't lose sight of this, he was specifying certain personages, right? Certain bodhisattvas. And immediately following this example, these several examples, he says, what do you think? If you could chant to billions of bodhisattvas like this, would your merit be great or not? Well, isn't this what we do when we chant Namo Myoho Rengekyo, the teaching of every word of this sutra, to instantiate Buddhahood, all-inclusive, yeah, how much more transcendent, powerful is that? And uh, Inexhaustible Mind says, Oh, Buddha, it is great. The Buddha said, If there is anyone who holds to the name of Avalokitesvara, and anyone who pays homage to him and makes offerings even for a moment. The merit of these two people will be equal and the, and the same. It will never be extinguished after hundreds of thousands of myriads of Kodas of Kalpas. So whether you chant to all the Bodhisattvas you can muster in your mind, or simply chant to this hearer of the world sounds, the merit is equal. There's no difference. In other words, all-inclusive of every bodhisattva, including Avalokitesvara, is the process of your mind coming into focus on the Buddha eye. Namo myoho rengekyo, once again. Aksayamati, those who hold to the name of Bodhisattva Avalokitesvara will attain such benefits of immeasurable and limitless merit. The Bodhisattva inexhaustible mind addressed the Buddha saying, O oh Buddha, how does Bodhisattva, hearer of the world sounds, wander through the Saha world? How does he teach the Dharma for the sake of sentient beings? What of his power of skillful means? Where is this guy? Mm -hmm. 
He's a mental personage. He's not a guy. He's an aspect of sentient minds. Let's see how Buddha answers the question because we're still in the storytelling mode, yeah? The Buddha said to Bodhisattva, inexhaustible mind, O son of a virtuous family, if there is any land where sentient beings are to be saved or liberated by the form of a Buddha, Bodhisattva Avalokitesvara teaches the Dharma by changing himself into the form of a Buddha. Ta-da! You follow? It's exactly what I've been saying. Your dignified effort, wholehearted effort, single-minded effort, is Avalokitesvara. It's your mental process of summoning Buddha from your mind, in your mind, in your samsaric experience. Mm. To those who are to be liberated by the form of a Pratyaka Buddha, he teaches the Dharma by changing himself into the form of a Pratyaka Buddha. <laughs> there it is again. Whatever form of the teaching you dedicate yourself to to eventually reach Buddhahood, that impetus, that pure impetus, that single-minded impetus leads you to it. That process is called Avalokitesvara. Do you see? He's going to do it again, I'm sure. To those who are to be liberated from the form of a shravaka, he teaches the Dharma by changing himself into the form of a shravaka. It's not how you learn. It's about how you teach yourself with this dedicated mind. It's about your implementation of the practice. And over and over and over again, and Nietzsche does this ad nauseum, <laughs> single-mindedly, be determined. Hmm? To those who are to be saved by the form of a Brahma, he teaches the Dharma by changing himself, his form, into a Brahma. To those who need to be liberated in the form of a sakra, he teaches the Dharma by changing himself into the form of sakra. To those who need to be liberated from the form of an Ishvara, he teaches the Dharma by changing himself into the form of Ishvara. Are you getting the message? It's not a he. It's not a particular personage way of learning because we're all a little bit different. It's the commitment it's the dignity, the commitment, the single-mindedness. Over and over and over again, this is the message. The form of a Mahasvara, teach the Dharma in the form of a Mahasvara, liberated uh, form, a great commander of the Devas. He teaches the Dharma by changing himself into the form of great commander of the Devas. On and on and on. Vaishravana, uh, a minor king. Uh, a wealthy man changes himself into the form of a wealthy man, like Virmalakirti. Hmm? To those who are to be liberated, he's going on in the form of a householder. So you never know who's going to be your 
profound teacher. Sometimes it's mom. Hmm? He teaches the Dharma by changing himself into the form of a householder. Right? You ever read the Zangai? Everything and everyone is our teacher. Not because they teach us, but if we hold the right attitude, single-mindedly pursuing in the instantiation of Buddha, everything becomes an aid, a teacher, an example of. Hmm? You need a state official to awaken you in your pursuit. Avalokitesvara hears you, provides for you an official, a state official. If you need a Brahmin, then it's a Brahmin. If you need is a statement of our samsaric self, where you're going to find your inspiration will come from wherever you need to find your inspiration. So long as your attitude and your intent is aligned single-mindedly to instantiate Buddha. Namo myoho renge kyo. Namu is you being single-minded. Na mu. About what? Myoho renge kyo. To those who need uh, to be liberated by the form of a boy or a girl, he teaches the Dharma by changing himself into a boy or a girl. Those who need the form of a human or non-human, deva, chakra, on and on and on. He goes through the entire list of every possibility. Vajrapani, he teaches the Dharma by changing himself into the form of a Vajrapani. O inexhaustible mind, this bodhisattva, hearer of the world's sounds, displays such qualities, wanders through many lands in various forms, and saves sentient beings, or liberates sentient beings. This commitment. For this reason, you should wholeheartedly pay homage to the hearer of the world's sounds. Your buddhaness, ultimately. But it is your act. Avalokitesvara is an act labeled as a name, just like everything is in samsara, yeah? But conceptually, you get it, right? This bodhisattva bestows fearlessness in times of fearful calamity. For this reason, everybody in this Saha world calls him giver of fearlessness. Consider that. The Bodhisattva Askayamati, the inexhaustible mind, addressed the Buddha saying, Oh Buddha, I shall now pay homage to this Bodhisattva, this function, this facilitator, this mental aid of Avalokitesvara, hero of the world sounds, my mental aspect to respectfully, with dignity, Called forth, right? My liberation, Buddhaness. 
He then took from his neck a many-jeweled necklace worth hundreds of thousands of gold coins and gave it to him and said, I entreat you to accept this rare jeweled necklace for the Dharma. So he made a donation to help support Shakyamuni in his mission of proselytizing this Dharma, right? At that time, Bodhisattva Avalokitesvara did not dare to receive it. Askamati addressed Bodhisattva Avalokitesvara, saying, I entreat you to accept this necklace out of pity for us. Please accept this gift of honor and support for your... He's talking to his mental capacity, right? Then the Buddha said to Avalokitesvara, you should accept this necklace out of pity for such humans and non-humans as this bodhisattva inexhaustible mind. The fourfold assembly, devas, nagas, yakshas, gandhava, the whole retinue. And the bodhisattva Avalokitesvara then accepted the necklace out of pity. Why do you think he had pity? And that's a way of uh, translating compassion as well. So don't get too hung up on that word. Out of compassion, he accepted the gift. But it's labeled as pity because the compassion is kind of sad. It says that although this inexhaustible mind, Bodhisattva, wants to pay homage, he's using samsaric trinkets with some artificial value to express it. It's kind of a, it's kind of sullying, but because obviously he still hasn't liberated himself completely, doesn't understand that his jewel necklace, ooh, really is just rocks on a string. It's, they're beautiful, but they're really not worth anything, right? That The idea of currency here, it's kind of base, but understanding that it means a lot to inexhaustible mind, hearer of the world's sounds, will accept it just to please the skandhas of an inexhaustible mind. It's tricky, huh? He then divided it into two parts and gave one part to Buddha Shakyamuni and the other part to the stupa of the Buddha Tahoe. Right? Pratana Buddha. Buddhratna. Uh, in other words, making the offering, as Nichiren does all the time, to Gohonzon, to the altar, to the place of the practice of enlightenment. So it's not seen as a personal gratuity. Right? Here's a tip. <laughs> support the Sangha. O oh, inexhaustible mind, with such inherent transcendent powers, Bodhisattva, hearer of the world sounds, wanders through the Saha world. Thereupon, Bodhisattva Aksayamati Asked a question in verse. Inexhaustible mind, obviously inexhaustible, asks 
O Buddha, endowed with excellent marks, I now wish to ask you about him once again. For what reason is the heir of the Buddha named Avalokitesvara? Why is he named the hero of the world sounds? You didn't get it yet? Obviously not. The Buddha, endowed with excellent marks, answered, inexhaustible mind, in verse. Listen to the practices of Avalokitesvara, which have their application to all. His vow is deep like the ocean, and his kalpa is of inconceivable length. Right? He's a facet of the sentient mind. After having attended many thousands of kodas of Buddhas, he made a great pure vow. I will now explain it to you in brief. If you hear his name and see his body and contemplate him in thought, the whole point here, and contemplate him in thought, your life will not be in vain and you will extinguish all suffering. If anyone wants to hurt you and pushes you into a great fire pit, if you contemplate the power of Avalokitesvara, the fire pit will change into a pond. If you drift upon the great ocean and meet danger from dragons, fish, and demons, if you contemplate the power of Avalokitesvara, you will not be swallowed by the waves. If you are on the peak of Sumeru and are pushed by somebody, if you contemplate the power of Avalokitesvara, the hearer of the world's sounds, not even a single hair will be hurt. If evil robbers surround you, each with a sword and intent to harm, if you contemplate the power of Avalokitesvara, the thought of mercy will awaken in them. If you suffer under the punishment of a king and your life is to be ended by execution, if you contemplate the power of Avalokitesvara, the sword will be immediately broken into pieces. If you are imprisoned with a neck chain, your hands and feet fettered, if you contemplate the power of Avalokitesvara, they will disappear and you will be released. If anyone wants to hurt your body with a curse or poison, if you contemplate the power of Avalokitesvara, these ills will return and afflict their authors. If you meet evil raksasas, poisonous dragons or demons, if you contemplate the power of Avalokitesvara, they will not dare to hurt you. If you are surrounded by evil animals, whose teeth and claws are fearfully sharp, if you contemplate the power of Avalokitesvara, they will run away swiftly and to an immeasurable distance. If there are lizards, snakes, vipers, or scorpions whose breath is poisonous like a flaming smoke, if you contemplate the power of Avalokitesvara, they will turn away swiftly at the sound of your voice. I'm going to pause here. Is this clear? What does it mean to contemplate the power of Avalokitesvara? Is it not just a statement of exactly what I've been telling you? That the power of Avalokitesvara is your determination 
your single-minded determination to invoke Buddha. Namu myoho renge kyo. Chant. Repeatedly. We'll continue in the next one. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your practice. Please take a moment to like and subscribe. It's such an easy thing to do. It's a Bodhisattva Act. Helps us grow this resource. Uh, if you want to support in many other ways. And, and don't forget, there's a lot of free, you know, the podcasts are free. A lot of free uh, printed material available on threefoldlotus.com. Lots of free stuff. Um, avail yourself to the resource. Make your practice strong. But if you can, uh, if you can use an ebook or a print book or a proper mandala, those items are available. Links in the description. They help support our efforts here, as do patrons through Patreon and and PayPal. Thank all of you. Much gratitude. All of us sense it because this resource is for all of us, right? But I certainly uh, thank you for helping to support this endeavor. And I will see you. In, yeah, you guessed it, the next one. <laughs> so take care of your health. Please keep your practice strong. Bye for now.